I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 347 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, back on episode 337, I had the founder and CEO of Paradigm Sports Management, Audio Tar, on the podcast. And today, 10 episodes later, I am honored to have the COO of Paradigm Sports Management, Keele Rainfeld, with me today. Keele is an entrepreneur who owned and operated his own web hosting corporation, which was providing web design and development at the age of 17. Back in 2002, he was hired by Quick International and promoted to COO of Quick Drop, which he took from startup to over $10 million in sales within the first year. His resume is scary, impressive. I'm very happy to have him here with me today. So Keele Rainfield will be here in just a few minutes. So please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Keele Rainfeld was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch. So if you guys would like to watch today's conversation, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. Okay, and tomorrow on the show, get your fishing poles out, dads, because I will be joined here by one of the top professional fishermen in the country. Mike Iaconelli is going to be here with me. And if you enjoy fishing with your kids, don't miss out on tomorrow's interview. Ike is a ton of fun to talk to. He's got some great advice, so don't miss out on that. Friday, Dr. Dilip Joseph will be here with me. He was captured by the Taliban back in 2012 and rescued by SEAL Team 6. I did have the honor of interviewing the Navy SEAL who saved his life and received the Medal of Honor for doing so, Ed Byers. Now you will hear from Dilip Joseph himself coming Friday. Make sure you lock it in for that. And make sure you check out my Instagram account, at Alec underscore Lace, because next week is going to be off the charts, including a very special guest from my 50th. Navy SEAL interview here on First Class Fatherhood. So don't miss out on that. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about this podcast to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that celebrates fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Keele Rainfeld. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, today's episode is being brought to you in part by Manscaped. Manscaped has precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Let's face it, guys, we're all waiting for those barbershops to open up again because our hair has grown out of control during the COVID lockdown. But with Manscaped's third generation lawnmower, you don't have to wait to shave that unwanted hair below the belt. And let's be honest, guys, when it comes to the bedroom, no woman wants to walk in and find that love muscle buried in the bushes. Get a smooth shave under your shorts with Manscaped's Perfect Package 3.0, which includes the waterproof cordless lawnmower 3.0. And right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners get 20% off plus free shipping by using the code FATHER at manscaped.com. Visit manscaped.com or tap the link in the show notes. Use the code FATHER and save 20% off. And enjoy all that extra attention she'll give you when she finds that bald eagle. All right, uh, joining me now, First Class Father, Keele Rainfeld. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thank you, Alec. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, let's start right here. How many kids do you have and how old are they? Got a couple kids. Uh, one's three. Uh, Kazia, my daughter's three. She's the youngest one. And then a five-year-old, a little Ezra. Okay, you got a... Are you going for the third here, or are you all done? Oof, I don't know. It's a, a ongoing conversation. You know, I think uh, a month ago we were we were leaning towards yes. Today we're leaning towards hell no. But we'll see how things go. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you um, do any type of uh, gender reveal uh, to find out what you were having both times? Did, did you wait to the end? No. Work that out? 
No, we the uh, first doctor appointment where they asked, they we were just like, you know, give it to us. We were we were okay with the with knowing right away and um you know, I'm one of those guys who wanted to be at every single one of the appointments and I wanted to know and I wanted to plan and I wanted to have the room ready and I wanted, you know, um, so no, no, no reveals late. Okay, good enough. Uh, if you could, Keele, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. <clears throat> yeah, sure. Um, so I was born in Latin America, uh, Venezuela, actually, which is now kind of a, a, a little bit of a mess. Um when I was born, my parents moved me to the island of St. Martin for about five years, which is really the beginning of my, my life was there. Um, when we went back to Venezuela, things got politically or started to get politically uh, not good, right? And my, my parents decided to move to, to, uh, to the States, to America when I was about 10. Um, it was kind of tough, but I loved it. Uh, and I, I really discovered uh, kind of my life passions during those first few years, which was really in... in uh, technology, sports, and business. Those were three areas of, of life that I found very attracted uh, to. Um, I've, I've been an entrepreneur really my entire life. I've started a whole bunch of businesses, fell on my face a whole bunch of times, um, as most should, I think, if you want to take that path. Um, I used to sell uh, uh, drawings and, and shoelace uh, keychains to my family members when I was eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 years old, just to, to make an extra couple of bucks. And of course they bought them because they had to. Um, and, uh, then I discovered computers at around 13 or so. And I was the nerd of the dorky guy who everybody made fun of. And that changed also very quickly once computers became cool and the internet became this thing. Um, when I was 18 or so, I launched my first official company, which was a web hosting company. I grew that for about two years, sold it um, when I was 20-ish, almost 21. Um, then I bought a car, moved from Hollywood, Florida to Hollywood, California. Those are actually the two cities that I went from and to. Um, and I got a job there with this company, as an internet franchise, and it was going broke after six months. And they moved me to California to, to take that job. And then um, I put my <clears throat> head down and came up with this new concept of uh, eBay drop-off stores. I don't know if you remember the 40-year-old Virgin. Um, we had spoken to them about working together too, but it was uh, it was really war a, a retail place where people could bring their stuff and and drop it off and sell it. And we were a franchise model, so learned a lot about franchising, learned a lot about business technology there as well. Um, that went on for quite a while, and then after that, I did a bunch of other businesses. I, I launched a travel-based business where we did uh, activities, um, kind of like Expedia, but for for uh, for activities, things to do. And then after that, um, launched a music festival. Actually, I was co-founder of a music festival in Morocco, which is still going on today. Uh, it's a three-day um, deep house music festival. Uh, this is the sixth year. And uh, in between that, that's actually right after I started that is when I had my first child. Um, and uh, the the constant commute from California to Morocco started to become more and more difficult. Um, I My focus was really my children. And although that was a big passion and love, and I'm still a co-founder, I actually sold my, uh, sold my stake to the other partners out of just respect to them to not hold on to that. Um, although I'm still very close with all of them. 
And that sort of brings me to today where I'm currently the, uh, the, uh, the partner and president of Paradigm Sports Management. Um, it's uh, basically the premier combat sports management firm in the world right now, I would say. Just quick, quick and easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very cool. What an impressive resume there, Kile. And so then how old were you then when you first became a father? And how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? Oof, uh, I think I was 32. Um, and I've, I've wanted to be a dad my pretty much my whole life. I mean, I remember being 18, 19, just saying, okay, I, I don't know when, but I want to be a dad. I, I've, I've always had uh, an attraction to that concept, I think. So I don't, I don't think it changed my perspective in life per se. I've, I've always had the same perspective, but what I, what it definitely changed or altered a lot was my risk tolerance. I think that was probably what I've noticed the most is uh, I, I drive more carefully, I, I spend more wisely, I save more often, um, I take less risks in business. You know, I'm, I, I uh, Adi Atar, who I think you may have spoken to this, the CEO of Paradigm Sports Management, he, uh, him and I have been friends for a very long time. And um, he, he always offered me a position or a job over the years. And I've always been so entrepreneurial. It's like, I have to start my own thing. I have to start my own business. And then I had kids and, and Audi was and Paradigm Sports was also in a good place. It was right where, right around the time of May, Mayweather McGregor fight. And, um, Again, I had had a child. I had just sold my stake in Oasis, and then he offered me a job, and I was like, "Okay, I don't have to like put everybody's weight on my back and be that person who takes care of everyone." Although here, fast forward a few years, that's sort of the position I have now today too within the company, where I take care of the team and 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 really all of us. Um, so I think that's just part of my blood. But um, yeah, less risk. Yeah, very cool, Keelan. And you know what? I mean, you got into this, I mean, very early on here with the whole computer uh, industry and the websites and everything has just really changed the game as far as the way people are making money today. I mean, it's responsible for so much of so many people's income. And a lot of young kids, they're on there. And it's like a lot of people, especially we see things like TikTok and Snapchat, they're creative in the sense that they're creating content. But they're not really making a score as far as that entrepreneurial uh, route. So, like, it, what advice do you have for like parents that have kids that are very computer savvy, content making savvy? What direction should they go in order to try to find a way to start a business? What's the best way for them to try to make some money in an entrepreneurial way online? It's a great question. I mean, I think the first thing is figure out what your passion is, right? Uh, that's the hardest part. I've had a lot of people ask me before, like, "Oh, how do I start a business?" and and um, I think that the, the most important part is know what you want to do and, and know what you care about and what you have a passion for, regardless of what it is. Um, the com computer, the internet, that's, those are all to they're tools, right? So um, understanding that it's not, uh, it's not like in the, in the early 90s, I remember when, when this all started, it was like, oh, you put up a website and you wait. And that was like the commercials they were putting up, you know, if you put it up, you wait and all this stuff happens, right? Um, where I think today it's a lot more um, focused and honed into the idea of you, you, you have to really know what you want to do and you have to do it the same way online and on the computer than you would doing retail or you would doing it anyway. You have to really put the time and effort into what you want and, um, and just use the tools out there as a tool, not as this magical wand that's just going to make it happen, right? You, you still have to put in the time. 
Yeah, it, well said. And, and I think, too, it's one of the best things is that it gives the opportunity to everybody. It's kind of a level playing field almost in a sense where everybody right. has the same opportunity here to make a score. And so one of the questions I, I bring out a, a, a lot of entrepreneurs on the show that have had massive success, uh, yourself included here. What, do you think um, college? I mean, so many of my parents will hit me up. Their kids are buried in college debt. The, the parents are buried in debt. Do you see college as a, a real necessity for kids in order to succeed in today's world? Yes and no. Depends on the kid. Uh, I think it depends on the person and, and, and their character and their way of, of doing anything in general. Um, my wife couldn't have made it without going to school, right? She's a psychologist. She's a doctor. Um, she needed that degree to do what her passion was, right? Um, I dropped out of high school in 10th grade. And by the time I colleagues were in 11th I was in college I did college you know I got my GED right away I, nobody understood what was going on and there I was in college I did that for about a year and I dropped out of that too and I couldn't stand it um in that whole process I had already started multiple businesses I was making more money than most of my friends doing whatever I wanted but I'm I'm always learning right I'm, I'm reading every single day of my life I'm always diving into tech and I opened up Photoshop when I was like 12 and learned it. And I, you know, so I had a big passion for learning on my own. I think that's the tough part with college is you, not everyone can do that, but anyone who, who knows what they want and who can continue to learn can do that. So I just think it depends a lot on the person and their character. All right, dads, today's podcast is being brought to you in part by Let's Get Checked, the leading provider of at-home health tests. With everything going on right now, there is no better way to get results about your health without having to step foot in a doctor's office. Do you think you have a hormonal health issue that could be affecting your sex life? Did you know that 80% of sexually transmitted infections are asymptomatic? Right now, you may be afraid to go to the doctor's office to get checked because you don't want to catch COVID-19. That's where Let's Get Checked comes in. Your test is delivered straight to your door. You self-collect a blood sample from the tip of your finger and mail the sample back to their accredited laboratories in a prepaid label. The Let's Get Check medical team is available 24-7 to answer all of your questions. This week, Let's Get Check wants to invite first-class fatherhood listeners to join their community with a 20% discount code. Visit letsgetcheck.com or tap the link in the show notes and enter the discount code CLASS20. Go to letsgetcheck.com or tap the link in the show notes and enter the discount code CLASS20. It's good to know. Yeah, and I agree with you there. I, I, I'm like you in a sense where I'm, I'm a huge reader. I read at least a book every week, and um, I'm always uh, I got a real thirst for knowledge myself now that I didn't have when I was a lot younger. I just think that I wish that some of these uh, principles, like you say, you were starting multiple businesses uh, at the time where you were going to college, and a lot of people would have no idea where to even begin, and a lot of that stuff's not taught in college, but we can find those resources now online in a multiple ways just by who we follow on social media. It could be a, uh, you know sometimes a much bigger help than a professor. In a lot of ways, I think, anyway. Um, I chatted a lot when I was a kid, by the way. I, that was something I, I – uh, there was uh, something called Merck or IRC Internet Relay Chat when, when I was young. Um, there was, like, just chat rooms, right, full of – name the topic. Uh, it was topic-based, kind of like hashtags. Um, and I would go a lot on those and, and ask questions. I'd just try to find anyone who could answer my questions. And you'd start doing any task, and if you couldn't figure – I couldn't figure it out, I would just start asking people, right? and. AOL had chat rooms too, and I'd try those too. And 
once in a while I'd get somebody who would answer. Yeah, and I think the problem with that is that the, the, the good and the bad is that there's so many things that sidetrack you. Like you start getting into chat rooms, they, a lot of them are just a lot of nonsense, and you never know who's who, and you got so much negativity that's on there. If you can manage to avoid that and just seek the gold nuggets that are on there, I mean, it's really uh, yeah. the sky is the limit for what you can learn on there. And, and let me bring this back into you here as a dad. What are some of the top values that you're hoping to instill in your kids? Kindness and respect. I think those are the two biggest things really that I, I, my, both my wife and I feel very strongly about if you can go through life being kind and respectful, you're, you're, you're kind of good, right? Um, the rest all is, is an, an ebb and flow and it'll come and come and go. Um, but the, the, just making sure that they're always kind and have respect, um, is probably what we always bring the focus back onto, um, it's it's interesting, and I'm I'm so thankful that I have two right now that they get to be with 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 each other during the, this this whole sort of shelter at home process. Is um, I can't imagine how tough it is for for single children that are kind of alone at home right now. But um, it's allowed us because of the, their own frustrations of wanting to go out or wanting to do this or that or you know that that being at home and stuck at home they their uh their wick is shorter we we always say in spanish but they're they they tend to get antsy and, and edgy and they want to fight and they want to argue and um we always laugh and tell them you guys can fight and argue all day long as long as you're kind <laughs> 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 and they kind of get confused about that but but it's uh um it's definitely those two you know those are the two biggest things yeah, you alluded, you alluded there, too, to the pandemic. Obviously, right now, uh, we, hopefully, as I, when I do put this out, it will be in a better place, I would I would, I would, pray. But uh, right now, we're kind of in the thick of this whole pandemic, the coronavirus thing. How has that affected? I know you said your wife is in, a, in, in the mental health uh, uh, career. How has it affected what you do, and how has it affected what her do, and how are you guys managing the whole thing? I mean, that's a good question. With with sports, obviously, sports is shut down. Um we are lucky to have a, a, a great business that we've built over the years and that we can hold hold strong and, and continue to work. Everybody's working at home. Um, from our point of view, we, um, Adi and I made the decision to shelter at home about a week and a half before anyone else did. Um, and everybody thought we were crazy and now everyone's like thankful. But um, we've, we started doing the whole Zoom thing and the, the video calling and, and you know, probably like a lot of people are today and that's worked really well for us. Um, my wife, her, uh, her company originally had no stay at home at all. Everybody had to go to the office. She has about 70 employees herself. Um, <clears throat> but that's been cut down over time. Now they only have to go three days a week for four hours a day. Um, but same thing with her. She, she's doing daily zoom calls with her team and, um, the, the juggle with the kids is, is probably the more challenging part. They don't care very much about jobs and careers. They just want all their attention to themselves. Um, <clears throat> but one thing I absolutely love about this whole process is that no meeting, no moment, um, everyone understands, right? Uh, there's no moment when everybody gets, anybody gets upset that your kid pops behind you in the camera or, um, Whereas before all of this, it was like, it was considered unprofessional if your child popped up. And I was always very turned off by that. Like, it's, it's a human. It's my little human. Like, why is that unprofessional? Right. But now it's, 
accepted. So I'm kind of hoping that after all this, it's it's kind of a norm, right? My my wife's downstairs right now having her um, morning call, and my kids on the iPad on Zoom right next to her, and no one has an issue that they're talking over each other, and it's it's really nice in that sense. I I, I love that part. Yeah, I do as well, and I think it's really stripped away a lot of the stuff that we've uh, we thought was so important, and we found out you know through this experience it really wasn't. And I think yeah, hopefully yeah. I, my, my my prayer is that it's it's brought families a lot closer together that we've had this opportunity to spend this time together. And I'm sure I mean speaking to an entrepreneur here, there's there's going to be millions of opportunities that this is going to bring to light here uh, as this thing starts to clear up, the economy starts to get going again. So, I mean, yeah. I think right now the, the time is right to either learn, change, grow, develop, and try to find, you know, some type of new way. Um, uh, you know, so I'm hopeful for that. Um, what about what, what's next for you here, Akilah? You've had so much success already, started multiple companies. You're kind of in a good fit here with the Paradigm Sports. What do you have? What kind of goals or plans do you have for yourself for the future? It's a good question. Uh, I mean, look, I think from a from a business perspective, I'd I'd love to continue to to establish our company as as a leader in global combat sports. Um, uh, I, I as I said earlier, early on in life, sports, technology, and business were really my core. Uh, I loved baseball. I played baseball a lot. I, I didn't say that earlier, but I today I have found all of those really connected and intertwined in, in what I'm doing. So I don't see myself really doing anything else at this point. Um, who knows what the future holds. I've, I've learned that many, many, many ways. Um, and, and look, really continue to build this, this amazing multicultural team that, um, that I, I absolutely love right now. Um, continue to drive profitability to the company and, and really keep growing. Open up that one of the cool things is I'm entrepreneurial is, this company allows us to, to open ventures, right? We launched a whiskey company. We have a fashion brand. We're looking into a gym franchise. Like there's all these uh, amazing ventures that we can do. So it, it feeds that entrepreneurial spirit that I have. Um, and I, I, if you wanted to, if I had to put one specific goal to paradigm, um, it's probably an unspoken one, but I'd, I'd like to one day wake up and, and Paradigm Sports be considered one of the best companies to work for in the world, right? Maybe in the U.S. first and then the world. But um, that, that's an accolade I, I, I'd like to get to at, at some point. Um, and then I think on a personal or, or parenting, um, I'd, I'd like to continue to really work with my wife to, to communicate openly with my kids we speak to them like many adults, you know, we don't, we don't, uh, baby talk them ever. Um, and, and try to get them to be two really warm and, and amazing hearted humans. Uh, yeah. that's the goal with them. Yeah. Good stuff. I, I love the vision there, Keele. And, and you probably touched on it a bit there, but the last thing I want to hit you with here, I'd love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast. Uh, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? Um, you'll never be ready, no matter what. If you're a new dad or wanting to become a dad, don't wait for the until I'm ready BS. There is no such thing. Um, patience and communication, you know, that's probably the two biggest things. Don't get frustrated. They, they uh, I think little kids are, they have this amazing skill at figuring out exactly what frustrates you and they're going to poke at that button as much as possible and the more you let it, the harder it becomes. So don't get frustrated, communicate, um, and speak to them like, like 
I think I just said that, like little mini adults, right? I, I, uh, I see so many parents at school that will have a conversation with you and they'll turn it around to their kid and their kid's five and they're like, oh, and they start talking like, and you're just like, why are you talking to them like that? Um, and I think, uh, you know, a lot of our teachers now tell us, oh my God, your two kids are so mature. They're so amazing. This and that. They're so advanced. I'm like, no, they just talk normal, you know, <laughs> but that would probably be it. Patience and communication, you know, just, just be you, be normal. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. Uh, this has been an honor for me. i got to say, Keele Rainfeld, you're a first-class father Alec. all the way, and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on first-class fatherhood. Yeah, Alec, appreciate your time, man. Have a great, great day and, uh, and the rest of the week. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Keele Rainfeld for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Keep it locked in. A lot more action coming your way this week. Tomorrow on the podcast, professional fisherman Mike Iconelli is going to be here with me. And then Friday, Dr. Dillip Joseph, who was captured by the Taliban, rescued by SEAL Team 6, stops by. And next week, I got three bangers coming your way. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out who that will be. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Tall as a tree, I saw feelings.